This is 14 Minutes Fame. I'm James Bradford. And I'm Caroline Ritchie. And today we have one of my partners in crime, Nick Crego. How you doing, Nick? It's a good day, man. All right. It is a good day. It's been a real busy day for, for the bike industry here on Hilton Head, isn't for it? For everyone here. Yeah. Memorial Day weekend. Crazy. Crazy. I'm so happy to be doing this podcast on a Friday. It's, uh, you know, it, we know, we don't normally do it on Friday. It's more usually on a Wednesday. No, we had a really crazy week this week, you know, with everything going on with all the tourism and then shoot, finishing up shooting our last um, installment of our last Rot Wheels episode. So it has been a crazy week for both mm-hmm. of us. <sighs> yeah, when we got back uh, from doing that shoot, uh, we just kind of unloaded the trucks and threw all the gear in here and just in a big pile and went home and crashed dude we were was, so yeah. tired we were beat we did in my opinion a three-day shoot in an all of a day day and a half it was brutal yeah but it was it was fun I yeah think we all had had a lot of fun yeah so. and if you haven't checked out the first episode of uh rot wheels definitely check it out our uh, second one will be coming out pretty soon here um, well, I want to get into uh, Nick Crego and what Nick Crego is all about uh, a little bit. Uh, first off, uh, we've known each other for a long, long time. About 10, 11 years, something like that, yeah. yeah. You're 24 now. I think uh, when I first met you, your mother brought you in the shop with a baseball uniform on and said, my son needs a job. And I said, okay, when can you start? Well, no. Something along those lines. That was the first day you let me work. Okay. I'd come into the shop like five times like, hey, you know, with my mom, you know, my son really wants to work here, you know, can you give him a job? You're like, I don't babysit. Maybe I got a long list of kids waiting, but maybe just, you know, check back. So we kept coming in, kept coming in, and then one day after a baseball game, you're like, can you start today? And I was like, uh, can I go eat lunch? And you're like, yeah, I'll come... Go eat, change, come back. And that's how it all started. <laughs> Caught me on the right day. Yep. Yeah, that was good. We we obviously needed the floor swept or something in the shop, and I didn't feel like doing it. Yep, sounds about right. <laughs> you can already tell their relationship by this, you know, brief description of what's going on. Uh, well, it, you know, we, we ended up doing quite a bit of stuff together over these past 10 or 11 years. Yeah. I mean, uh, actually, uh, before Caroline came around, you were pretty much my... I was your Caroline. <laughs> you were, well, I won't go Caroline. I'm a lot cuter, okay? Yeah, okay. You know. <laughs> uh, but really, uh, we did we did quite a few car trips and mm-hmm. um, a lot of different things. Uh, and I'm just, I mean, I could get into a lot of different stories. But one that really, really comes to mind is going to be the 1973 f100 mm-hmm. i remember that that was uh my first old car my first one-way flight to anywhere <laughs> oh, yeah this was trains planes and automobiles <laughs> literally right yeah. okay uh, that's a so, great way to put it so uh nick comes to me with this uh Craigslist was the thing we, we all went on Craigslist and we were looking for cars and he'd been on a few trips with me and I was collecting cars without telling my wife or or anybody and uh, basically picking up cars and he was uh, 17 18 years old at the time and uh, I'd bring these things home and and finally he came to me and said I really want to get a car mm-hmm. you know and he's like I, I found this truck up in Atlanta but I I, I, I want to go and get it and drive it home because what we had been doing is watching Roadkill do this, oh, yeah. you know, and that we're big fans of Roadkill, obviously. Um, and uh, 
they always go and grab a car and drive it home. Well, this, I said, okay, let, let's do this. So we, we bought plane tickets. You were working for me. You had some, a little bit of money, a little bit of coin in your pocket. And we bought plane tickets uh, and went to Atlanta. And we get to, where did we go? We got to Savannah and like literally just made it on the airplane. Oh, they stopped you because you, you brought a bag of tools. You left a pocket knife in the bag of tools that you forgot about. So TSA was like, sir, no, step to the side, please. And then you're like, what? And then they had to go through all your tools and right. take find the one pocket knife. Like, we can mail it to you for $150. Like, it's a $20 knife. No, thank you. And then we got on the plane. We ran to the plane. We just got on the plane. And took, right, took off right away. Right. Made it, uh, went to Charlotte and to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, got there, ended up getting a taxi into Atlanta. Stayed in a pretty decent hotel downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of your first road trip, real road trip. We've been like to Charleston and Savannah and down mm-hmm. to Florida and a few road trips just, just in the car. But flying somewhere with no vehicle to get home and a one-way ticket was kind of an adventure (laughs) something i had never done either so either and so we get there we spend a night in atlanta the next day we have this this guy set up he's gonna he's gonna actually uh pick us up and take us out in the middle of nowhere atlanta we have to ride a train we get downtown atlanta we get on the uh, what is it a martyr or it's, it's called the martyr or it's the train system that they have in atlanta ride it 30 miles outside town wait at the, the bus stop there and this guy pulls up in this purple as a ram four door 1500 like sparkly purple sparkly purple he has i kid you not a santa claus beard sounds like atlanta dude <laughs> this guy is big and and chubby like santa stocky you know uh and he's got a santa claus beard and i i nick gets in the front he's had the conversations with him over the phone nick gets in the front he uh i said i'm getting in the back i'm gonna watch what's going on because this is this is kind of weird and uh so i'm watching what's going on and he's like yeah hey i'm my name i'm i'm actually santa He's the, like actually Santa Claus. No, that's like also the first thing he said to either of us, not hello, hey, how are you guys doing today? Hi, my name's Santa Claus. And hands, and us, hands a us a business card of him as Santa, like full dressed up. Like that was never met this guy, like don't know who he is, and he's driving a purple truck. Yeah. And like sparkly purple, not yeah. just like purple, but it it was <laughs> sketchy to say the least so, so is this the guy you guys bought the car from or mm-hmm. was this just some no, yeah. stepping stone in the path to getting this car no this 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 was literally the guy that was selling nick the truck i was just there to kind of witness and be protection but i mean really like look at me i'm like <laughs> wait yeah. so was it a straight six or va what was it it was a 302 that warped the frame on the Torino because it was so powerful that they had to put a two-barrel carburetor intake on it. That was his story? You don't remember him saying that? No, I don't remember yeah, him saying Yeah, it, it was huh. 
it, it was so so powerful and torquey that it warped the frame on the Torino allegedly. It was the original motor for that. Car. Oh yeah, it was yeah. it was a two barrel stock Ford three hundred two like yeah. nothing special. Three about on it. a tree. Really yeah, cool. that at seventeen eighteen, I'd never seen a car with three on a tree, and that was really cool trying because I had driven you know stick. My first car was a stick shift, and that. It was it, it was just it was cool. I've yeah. never seen it before. Yeah, I love three on the trees. Those are so fun to drive. Um, well, we get out to this guy's. He drives us another thirty miles outside of town. So we're already outside on the outside of Atlanta, driving another thirty miles in the middle of nowhere. I mean, you can definitely hear the banjos playing when we pulled up to this guy's house. I was like, oh man, and I'm I'm got my phone out and I'm filming all this. And I sounds I, like you. I I, I, I got to film this. You know, if somebody. <laughs> If we disappear, maybe they'll somebody will find my phone or something. Because you know? the there's were, a lot of thoughts going through our heads were, when we got on that were truck. Waist high, and we get there and we find a truck and he fires it up. It runs and I'm like, okay, let's drive this thing. Nick's never driven a three on a tree, so I drive it and I'm like, okay, the brakes suck, you know. And we're going down these hills and up and down these hills. I'm like, I, I I'm pretty sure we can get home with the brake system like it is. Not sure about the motor, but whatever. You make the deal. We end up buying like some other junk from him, like some motorcycle Why scraps. Why did you go and... buy this? Of all the things to buy. He wanted it. It was cheap. And I was, you know, 17, 18. I had no money. And it was, I think he had it online for like 1500 bucks, And then I got him down at $1,300. And it was, it, the patina on it was yeah, killer. Yeah, I've seen it. It's not currently owned anymore by Nick, but I a buddy of everybody's <laughs> currently owns it <laughs> you're a buddy miles is which, marine now which will definitely come up in a later episode when uh, miles comes back home mm-hmm. um what are you working on now though because i know you don't have that anymore i've my main project is a 77 dotson pickup that i had a 302 in it of course another ford motor um but it was there you know Oil in the water, water in the oil, whichever way you want to say it. And it was just trash. I thought it was the head gasket when me and James bought it. You know, oh, we've, I can fix this in a day and change the head gaskets twice in my mom's driveway. And I was like 20, I think. Yeah. This, that was our second big. You've had the dots in that long? Yeah, had a while, yeah. <laughs> and now you're working on a new motor for it, which is kind of funny because you acquired that motor from another buddy. Things, cars, <laughs> motors, everything in that realm gets passed around through all of us <laughs> at mm-hmm. some point. Mm-hmm. Like the Torino went through James, then went through Nick, then now has Chris has it. Um, you bought a motor off of Jared. And Miles has your old Miles truck. Miles has my old truck. And yeah, we it, like to keep yeah. in the family around here. It just here. keeps going. Yeah, <laughs> the motor is going to be badass. The one that you've built for this truck what is, is going to be. Incredible. It's a Ford motor. Replaced other Ford motor, but it's a 351 instead of 302. But it's been born stroke to 408, and forged rotating assembly. We I've got aluminum heads for it, aftermarket heads, um, big hydraulic roller cam, and it. It's on a desktop dyno, should make 550, 500, you know, so to the wheels, you know, I'm hoping to get 450 to the wheels, but it's all forged and I got the rings for nitrous, so if it doesn't quite make that, we can make it happen, so. It's a 2,000 pound truck. Yeah. With four nine inch rear end in it. You put some sandbags or something in the back oh, of that. Yeah. <laughs> no, Death trap. Drive, Death trap. Drive it down a land speed, have Mike uh, 
do a little ladder bar suspension or something, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Well, people might want to know if we made it home in the truck. I will tell you that we drove oh. 55 miles an hour all the way home. Well, you are here, aren't you? You, you live we to tell it. the story. <laughs> I, I, wanted, I want to say we, we drove this truck 55 miles an hour all the way home. We stopped and got gas every 150 miles because the gas gauge didn't work. And we got it home. The next day, Nick is driving it to school. We drove it all the way home, no problems. Nick is driving it to school, and in 18-year-old fashion, he blows a tire. On the bridge. On the bridge, coming to school. <laughs> Going this, over the bridge, yeah. over the ocean. It's like, you know, on my way for a final, on senior year, one of my last classes, got to get a final for like a fifth of my grade for the year, blow a tire, miss the class, get a zero. Crazy. Crazy times. Life. It is life, isn't it? And then I showed up at the bike doctor after I changed the tire and worked for you for the rest of the day. Yes. Well, it was... I already missed my test. I didn't care, you know? Yeah, it was a, it was a good story then. We, yeah. we made it made it work for you. The uh, I just couldn't believe the tire blew. And I, I just swore that you were out there doing burnouts, you know, in it or something. And you, you're like, no, it was the front tire. I'm mm-hmm. like, holy crap, it didn't do it. We drove that thing 300 miles home. It's crazy. Okay, so um, we got into your next uh, project, which is the Datsun. Mm-hmm. I went with you to pick that up. Yeah, yep. that was a lot of fun. And then we did. Uh, I think you at the time had another hot rod, though. The Camaro. So why don't we get into the Camaro real quick? Because we only have this is kind of our last little bit. Are we running short? Yeah, okay. we're running out of time. So. We're gonna run out of time. You're, let's let's get into Camaro real quick, because really your nickname is the Camaro Kid. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but Nick Craig's uh, nickname is Jam- the Camaro Kid. Okay. James's nickname for me is the Camaro Kid. The Camaro Kid. I'm pretty a sure Rudy's got that in his phone too. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, a lot of people call you Camaro Kid. Okay. Nick had this 1974. Mm-hmm. 1970 ugly. It was, it it was, was it ugly. the year they changed the bumpers and the front end to make it not so attractive. You had a front original fender. Z28, it was Z28. Car. Yep. You had a front fender that was half painted black and half fiberglass still. It wasn't fiberglass. You could see. It was like a weird yellowish color. Oh, no. That was when I blew a tire going to work at the car dealership. <laughs> oh, boy. And the tire ripped apart and tore the whole front valence so off of it. Let's just get into the craziest thing you've ever done in that car. Just so people get an idea of how crazy you are or were yeah i've i've gotten better i mean dude. no you haven't oh yeah well i haven't had a car in a while so that's probably we use, why we literally use the reference don't drive like crego or don't do a crego in that car or whatever it may be don't get cregoed don't drive it like crego i mean the craziest thing though like there's there's i, I went 130 miles an hour in that car which was Really fun at 20 years old, but looking back at it, really stupid. Yeah. Because, like, once it hit, like, 90, 95, the whole front end started to pick mm-hmm. up, and, you know, it was... Like, the shocks were original. Oh, I didn't... I put as little money into that car as I could, other than blowing up the motor and building the a new motor. The suspension on this thing was terrible. Every time I... Every time I gassed it, the whole whole thing would freaking look like it was a, trying to do a wheelie, but it was just the suspension working because oh. it was so worn out. <laughs> But yeah, when I heard 30 miles in that, I blew out a front tire on my way to work racing a little Volkswagen. Um, almost went off into the median going like 80. Oh, that's <laughs> um, I got pulled over on 278 going 90 miles an hour 
in a 40, which is a 45, didn't get a ticket. Um, the cop said, this would be a really bad first ticket to get, so I'm not going to give it to you. Because it would, he was like, you, if you got any I'm ticket after this, yeah. you're, you're, you're going to lose your license for five years. And after that, I, that, that calmed me down. Like, I will say that, that put me in my place a little bit for sure. Sun shines on a dog's ass every now and then. You still drive like a nut. <laughs> And nothing has changed. But I'm sure you'll, I mean, everybody will see a lot more of that as we go on with Rot Wheels and podcasts and everything else. Because I'm sure we're going to feature the dots. And at some point, when it does get finished. Yeah, um, once that thing's run, I'll be doing burnouts. Well, thank for, Pray thanks for, for all your help on uh, Rot's wheel, Rot Wheels also, the our episode with the, the Rot Runner. I know that, uh, you, you know, you helped a little bit. A little bit. You helped as much as you could because um, mm-hmm. you've been busy with your own company. And, uh, yep. And, uh, yeah. Cross, Cross Island, Island Cruisers. Cruisers. And, uh, you know, I'm real proud of you doing that, man. This is, you've been doing it, what, four years now? Yeah, this will be my fourth summer. Yeah, so really good, nice, successful business. Um, and, uh, you know, just keep it up. Yeah, thank you. Well, yeah, thanks. thank you for your participation, for sure. It's going to help out. And thanks for coming in. Yeah. All right, we'll probably have you on again someday. I don't I'm sure. Know. we got All plenty right. of stories. Lots of stories to talk about. And thank you for listening to 14 Minutes of Fame. Um, feel free to leave a comment and like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We also have an email now. It's hhw14minutesoffame at gmail.com. Feel free to send us a question or pictures of your cars or anything you think would be humorous to put on the show, and we'll send you a free T-shirt. Also attach your size and your address to that as well, and we'll save that for another podcast. Sweet.